I did see, you know, that this was an underserved area of health and wellness and working with my clients. And, you know, these are subjects that don't really come up, but are really just as important as what we eat and how we feel. Welcome to the Well Woman Show, where motivated women achieve fulfillment and well-being. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. Just, you're going to be in for a good ride. I'm a woman. I would prefer to, to tell my own story. My story, though it's very personal, is universal. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. And now your host, Giovanna Rossi. Hi, Giovanna Rossi here, and welcome to another episode of The Well Woman Show, where I interview women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs about their lives and their road to becoming and being who they are today. Are you at the top of your game professionally, but feeling burned out or finding it hard to focus on your goals or unfulfilled personally? Or are you in transition, simply juggling so many things you find it hard to take care of your own needs? Well, you're not alone. We all need to activate the four universal superpowers. These are the internal strengths and abilities we all already have but don't use all the time. Superpowers can be cultivated and they include awareness, intuition, action, and acceptance. Toward the end of the show, in a segment called Superpowers for Success, I ask my guest about her superpowers and the answers will give you the strength, perspective, and power to live a well woman life. I'm so happy you're here, so thanks for tuning in. Hey, hey, well women, Giovanna Rossi here and... I am celebrating spring today. I love, I love this shift in weather and uh, shift in energy, and it just feels really good. It's actually super rainy where I am right now, which is really unusual, so it's very nice. And I took the kids swimming the other day for the first time for this season. We actually checked out a local resort. We did a day pass, which I highly recommend. And we just laid by the pool while the kids jumped and splashed and played. But I just laid by the pool, (laughs) Um, which is really nice. They're finally at the age where I can just watch them from the side. Um, I had had a really big week and I just needed some R&R and the kids were off school. So that's what we did. And uh, really super fun. But... um, Shifting gears here, I want to talk to you about the sex industry. And you know how the sex industry is dominated by patriarchal guy-centric porn, and it leaves out women's needs and desires entirely? Do you ever feel like reading sex-positive, sexy stories to get your groove on? What if there was an app for that? Well, there is, and it's called Sunset. On the show today, we'll dive into the topic of sex-positive erotica for your health with Sunset co-founder Ellen Clark. Ellen has worked in biotech, publishing, and wellness and saw an opportunity to merge the publishing and wellness industry and bridge the gap in an underserved area of wellness, sexual health. Ellen feels strongly, as we do at Well Woman Life, about the importance of pleasure as a part of self-care and as a way to better understand ourselves and our bodies. She co-founded Sunset with the intention of making pleasure more accessible by providing users with arousing content that's high quality and easy to consume. Sunset features short-form erotic fiction that's delivered discreetly to users via mobile app and allows readers to indulge in their imaginations while also learning about themselves. On the show today, we'll talk about what Sunset is and how it helps women embrace their sexuality, why it's important to have sex positivity in erotic material, 
and how reading erotica can help women's health and well-being overall. You can find all the information and links mentioned today at wellwomanlife.com slash 160 show. You can also continue the conversation in the Well Woman Life community group at wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook. The Well Woman Show is thankful for support from Natural Awakenings Magazine in New Mexico and High Desert Yoga in Albuquerque. Now to my interview with Ellen Clark. I'm speaking with Ellen Clark. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Giovanna. I want to get started, Ellen, by just jumping in and asking you if you can tell listeners what you're working on and how it impacts women's lives and well-being. Absolutely. So I am one of the co-founders of a new app called Sunset. Um, the app is spelled S-U-N-S-E-T-T-E. And Sunset is um, a platform for short-form erotic fiction. Um, and in addition to having short stories, um, which will be released on the app four days a week at sunset. Um, we're building out an additional feature of the app that provides, um, sort of like tips and, um, ways for users to engage in the app in other ways. And, the reason behind that is kind of playing into the reasons for kind of shifting arousal and pleasure into the realm of health and wellness and kind of self-care. Um, and we wanted to take it beyond just being a platform where users can open up the app, access a short story, you know, use their imaginations for whatever the reason is, if that's just a way to relax and unwind, or if they're looking for something more in terms of pleasure or any kind of self, you know, pleasure. So basically, um, the, the app is meant to be used as a tool and we want people to be able to turn to the app anytime that they want to engage with any kind of arousing media or, you know, just use their imagination to read a short story. And we're working closely with sex educators and uh, sex therapists in the industry to help make this sort of like a trusted tool that they can kind of use in their toolbox. And, you know, we recognize the fact that there are these statistics coming out that people are having much less sex than they ever have been. And so we want to be able to be a place where people can come to engage in, you know, trying to figure out what what arouses them and then in turn can engage with their partners in a more comfortable way. And one of the main focuses for me as a woman was the fact that traditional mainstream pornography doesn't really serve women a whole lot. It is very male oriented. And I feel like, you know, there are absolutely great things about visual pornography. And I'm not saying that there's anything negative about it, but I do feel like as a woman, there is sort of a little bit of kind of an ick factor or a guilt factor when consuming mainstream pornography. It doesn't always make you feel good. Well, and that's usually because it's not sex positive or or very um, centered around the woman. And so I think what you're saying is, and, and the reason I was interested in, in talking to you and in your product, because on the Well Woman Show, we really encourage and support women to um, achieve their fullest level of health and well-being and 
in all areas of their life, not just like physical health, but, um, and so one of the things we talk about a lot is how pleasure, you know, is really important. And, and one aspect of pleasure is, is this sexual pleasure. And so that's kind of the, you know, where we're coming from on the well woman show. And I know that that aligns pretty well with, with where you're coming from. That's definitely the crux of it. And you kind of hit the nail on the head with, the demographic that pornography is being made with those people in mind. And a lot of times that is not women. Um, And it's not sex positive. There is a very big imbalance in the power dynamic when you look at pornography. Um, So flipping that on its head a little bit and making this app with women in mind. And we have a very very strict policy with sex positive. And we curate our stories to a very, we scrutinize them and tend to reject a lot more than we accept because we really want to make sure that what we're portraying and what we're putting out there aligns with what we feel and what we're passionate about, which is sex positivity, um, non-demeaning content. Consent is huge. A balance in power is also huge. So hitting the nail on all of these heads when we're thinking about what stories we're going to accept and we work closely with our authors. We have a fantastic team of authors here. Um, this is you know, really what we're trying to put out there and the content is out there. Um, so curating it and packaging it in what I think is a beautiful, sophisticated looking app um, is really what we're aiming to do and working closely with sex therapists and sex educators to make sure, you know, we're constantly asking for this feedback. Is this something that you feel comfortable steering your clients towards? You're working with people with all of these different issues, mostly women, but men too. And how can you bring arousal back into their partnerships. Let me break down a few of the things that you've brought up here and so that we can talk about them. Um, the first is, can you talk about more about the health benefits? You wanted to, you said you wanted to frame your app and your product as, as more in the health and wellness space. And so what are you saying about that? Like, how is, is this important for women's health? Yeah, that's a great question. And there are definitely health benefits, not only to, just let's think about the scientific and the physical, you know, aspects of what happens to you when you become aroused and, you know, to put it bluntly, have an orgasm. So your body's releasing a ton of chemicals. Oxytocin has, you know, pain relief benefits, can reduce headaches. It, you know, makes you happy. It reduces your cortisol levels. So, in addition to the physical benefits of self-pleasure and having an orgasm, there's also the benefits in your personal life. There are statistics out there that, you know, say roughly 74, 75% of women who read romance and erotica have a more active sex life with their partners. They are indulging their imaginations. They're becoming more comfortable with that imagination and with what turns them on and what they need in order to feel pleasure. And then they can in turn, you know, introduce that and feel more comfortable in their relationship. So in addition to the physical benefits of pleasure, there's, you know, definitely more science mounting out there of how it affects 
ourselves, how we see ourselves and how we engage with others in an intimate way. Okay. So I, I get what you're doing. And is the app up and live already? It is. So right now the app is available on the iOS app store. We are currently working with our developers to build out um, a web application that will be available for Android, Google Play, and all other um phone platforms. So right now it is just on the Apple um, iTunes store. Ah, okay. And I know that the feminist magazine bust has like a a column, which is like an erotica story uh, from a feminist, you know, sex positive perspective. So I think that that what you're doing is not brand new, but the what what's new about it is that you're putting it out for like mass consumption through an app. Definitely. There are some great platforms out there that have erotic fiction and short stories. And, you know, we did use those almost as an inspiration in a way. And we wanted to be a little bit different and take it to the next level with, you know, working with professionals in the industry and really making this um, a useful tool to their clients. Again, you know, I'm not sure if you read any of the statistics coming out, but sex is on the decline somehow. (laughs) So um, that's something that they're seeing in studies and these professionals are also seeing in their offices. So um, we really wanted to kind of become a little bit more useful to them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So people can go to the sunset.com and it's S-U-N-S-E-T-T-E to check it out. And um, Ellen, we're going to go into a segment called Superpowers for Success, where I ask you a few questions about yourself and about how you do what you do. And uh, we'll be right back with that. Whether you're just starting your journey or you've been on it for months or even years, the Well Woman Jumpstart is a great place to begin. So you might want to know, what's the outcome? How will I benefit from this? If you want to reach the income, impact, or intimacy goals you have, you can jump right in with this awesome jumpstart. You'll learn what your unique superpower is, which is super important for everything else you'll be working on in your life. You'll learn uh, proven tools to address your particular challenge. You'll get real clarity about your life and your big goals and challenges. And you'll get to talk to me, Giovanna, one-on-one, and I'll give you feedback and insight specifically on your goal or challenge. If you're ready to jump in, go to wellwomanlife.com slash jumpstart. I'm so thankful for support from Natural Awakenings Magazine in New Mexico, a monthly green, healthy lifestyle publication, and for support from High Desert Yoga, promoting optimum physical health, clarity of mind, and spiritual inspiration for all. Okay, we're back with Ellen Clark with The Sunset, and Ellen, I'm interested in asking you a few questions that will help... um, give insight for our listeners into you as a person and as a leader and as someone who has, uh, is an entrepreneur and has created this app to, um, support women to explore their own pleasure. Um, the first question is what does success in life mean for you? It's a great question. Um, I would say to me, it's being fulfilled in, in what I'm doing and immersing myself in an area that I feel passionate about um, and that I genuinely care about. It's relevant to me um, and it benefits those around me. 
Um, anything outside of that isn't really sustainable in, in my view. And, um, you know, doesn't come with that satisfaction that I am working towards my full potential and putting myself in, in places where I feel like I can make a difference. Mm. Okay. And when did you know you were really good at what you do? (laughs) Well, I'm still trying to figure out how, how good I am at what I'm doing. This is, um, you know, a little out of my wheelhouse with the, uh, sexual wellness. I am personally a certified, um, health coach, which is, um, what I practice. And I did see, you know, that this was an underserved area of health and wellness and working with my clients. And, you know, these are subjects that don't really come up, but are really just as important as what we eat and how we feel. So trying to, to mix these and, and bring this into my practice is is new to me, and I'm learning as I go along, and definitely submerging myself into the um, you know erotica and sex tech industry has been a great learning experience. So, um, I guess just as long as I'm moving forward and we're progressing, makes me think that um, you know we are remaining successful and will continue to be. Mm, yeah. Okay. Can you describe a personal habit of your own that contributes to your well-being? I think just finding the time to ground myself. And that could be in the form of meditating 10 minutes in the morning, um, meditating 45 minutes in the evening, or just putting my computer down, having a glass of water, and staring off into the distance for five minutes, but really just allowing myself time to feel more grounded, feel centered, kind of hit a pause and reset button. And I find when I do jump back into my day, however long later, um, I'm just that much more productive and, um, you know, that benefits in, in what I'm doing. So do you just do that based on when you feel like you need to do that? Or do you have a set schedule of when you check in with yourself? Um, I would really like to have a set schedule. I find that, um, finding time for that recently has been a little bit challenging, but I do remain fairly mindful, I would say throughout the day. So I can, you know, I can just feel when, when I do need that break. And when I feel like my eyes are straining a little bit and my neck is starting to get a little tense and I'm just feeling like I'm not really making any forward progress. That's when I know, you know, let's, let's hit a pause button. Let's, let's check out for 10 or 15 minutes and walk around the block and come back to it. So, um, definitely listening to it that way. Mm. Okay. And I have to say, just because you, uh, you know, developed this app, I thought you were going to talk about with this question, reading erotica (laughs) as a personal habit that contributes to your well-being. You know, that's, it's so interesting that you say that. And this has been opening up a lot of new doors for me. I personally was not a regular consumer of erotica, admittedly. And I am so enjoying all of the stories that I get to read. It's been really such a pleasure working closely with the authors that we have and, you know, seeing their process and being able to see, you know, the fruits of their labor. I'm almost wishing that I had gotten into it a little bit sooner. I remember, you know, growing up and at the back of the Cosmopolitan magazine every month, they had the red hot read and I definitely gravitated towards that in my, you know, 20s. But it was never an area that I wanted, you know, or felt the need to ever go. And I'm not sure 
really why that is, but it's definitely been a fun adventure right now as I'm in my 30s. Yeah. So, right. Something's pulled you there now. So (laughs) that's funny. Well, what superpower did you discover you had only to realize it was there all the time? This is probably going to be a really boring one, but I'm going to say copy editing. I never realized. That's a useful one though. How useful. Yeah. How useful it could be to, um, to have that skill. And I, I'm not really sure where exactly that came from. I'm definitely an avid reader. So probably something relative to that. But having these stories come in and uh, my partner and I, we each put our eyes on it at least twice and make edits and go through and work with the authors. And that's definitely a skill that's going on my resume. (laughs) Mm. Cool. Okay. And what do you do when you have a setback or have gets kind of knocked down? Like how do you come back? Um, those are definitely, definitely things that happen. And, um, you know, we experienced a a few setbacks trying to get sunset off the ground. There was a period of time where, um, we had accrued a ton of great stories, had a great group of authors behind us and got a rejection from the app store, um, got a rejection from the Google play store. And it, you know, we really had to think, is this something that, that is going to happen? Um, and that was tough, um, being faced with that. And I think, you know, the way that we dealt with that was just, is this, you know, is this an insurmountable roadblock? Most aren't, some are for sure, but just taking a look at what our biggest obstacle is and what my biggest obstacle is. And, you know, there's gotta be holes in there somewhere and just, trying not to get frustrated, trying not to have that defeatist attitude, which is often really easy to go to. Um, And then just kind of pushing through, having that willpower, again, reminding myself, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I passionate about this? And just kind of using that motivation to kick things back into gear. Yeah. I mean, you have to really rely on your belief in what you're doing when you get, when you have a rejection like that, like to keep going. Absolutely. And it can be really discouraging, especially if it is something that you're not super passionate about, then you could just kind of shrug your shoulders and say, okay, well, I tried and on to the next thing. But this was something that I personally and my partner as well really wanted to do. And with the support of the authors that we had behind us, they were so excited. They were rooting for us. And so it really just made us even more motivated to keep pushing forward. Mm. Okay. Ellen, what advice would you give your younger self? So say like 10 years ago. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Uh, This is probably so cliche, but maybe just don't, don't sweat the small stuff. I feel like um, it can be really difficult to see the big picture when you're in the thick of it day to day, you know, working the grind. Um, and I think inhabiting and creating a mindfulness practice has been hugely beneficial to me in my life. Um, so I think I would just say, breathe, slow down (laughs) and, um, take a walk around the block. Mm, Okay. Um, yeah, we do a lot of work on mindfulness on the well woman show. So I, I, and I do find that when I ask women about their success, mindfulness comes up more often than not. Um, yeah. So Ellen, what is your greatest challenge as a leader right now? Trying to find my way in, in this new 
startup. Um, this is not anything that I've ever done before. And I, I'm talking to a lot of people. Again, we have writers behind us rooting for us. We've got, you know, sex therapists and educators that we're working closely with. We're talking to partners and affiliates in the industry as well. And so, you know, really, really wanting to make this work and happen for not just myself, but for everyone else who can benefit from this. And, you know, trying to figure out how can I be a leader in something that I'm not completely well-versed in. So just educating myself first and foremost, again, plunging myself into this, this industry and this arena and learning as much as I can, having conversations with other people, getting advice, getting feedback, asking for criticism um, is going to help me be the best leader that I can be and hopefully you know, bring all of this to fruition for myself and and others. Well, and I think you bring up a really interesting point, which is that um, we don't have to learn every single aspect of everything that we're working on, right? So you're, you're delegating, you have writers that write the content and you have developers probably and other people who do all the different pieces. And so you don't have to be an expert in all of those areas, but you need to be able to have the big vision and pull it all together. Absolutely. And having, having the support around you is, is hugely important and may even be more, more important than what it is that I'm trying to do. And if you don't have the proper support, it's, it's going to be hard to, to take your vision forward. And the developers that we have, um, worked with locally are, are fantastic and they allow us to, you know, spitball ideas and, and get creative with it. And for them to kind of go to the drawing board and say, okay, here's how we can, here's how we can make this happen. Um, so it's been, it's been really fun surrounding ourselves with, with people who are just as passionate about this as we are. Okay. And, uh, do you identify as a feminist, Ellen? I do. I feel like I do. I find that a lot of, you know, visions as a feminist align with my beliefs and what I'm passionate about. I don't necessarily like how that association and that uh, name can be thrown around and has like negative connotations to it. That doesn't always make me feel good, but I do at the end of the day would say that I identify as a feminist and support that that cause 100%. Yeah, and it would seem that your product is definitely a, a feminist product and your target audience is probably a feminist audience. How do you define your target audience? So our target target audience, I mean, when we're creating our ideas and picturing who um, who would benefit from this, I, I come back to women and, and um, people who identify as female, but it can be benefited by so many other people. So my partner in this is a male and he's just as passionate about it as I am. He may not necessarily benefit from it in the same way, but when a female or a woman can benefit from something like this, it in turn will benefit the people around them and the relationships that you're having intimate or not. Um, so I think, you know, right now we are, we are, creating this with women in mind. Um, but you know, it's iterations and it evolves and it changes. And I don't think that we're ever going to steer away from that. Um, but don't, 
you know, necessarily also want to kind of pigeonhole ourselves in that area as well, because this is something that is definitely still growing and, and changing. And so, um, yeah, I think that's probably a backwards answer to that, but. <laughs> okay. And then last question for you. And I asked this of all my guests, uh, what is on your nightstand? What are you reading right now? So what I'm reading right now um, is a fiction novel called 1Q84. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but it's kind of a dystopian um, book that plays off of George Orwell's 1984 a little bit. It's 1,600 pages roughly, and I've been working through it for a long time. (laughs) So that's what's on my – and a New Yorker is on my nightstand right now. Nice. All right. We'll link to that book in the show notes and uh, anybody can go to wellwomanlife.com slash podcast to find it. And Ellen, it's been such a pleasure talking to you today. It has. Thank you so much, Giovanna. I appreciate it. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your Well Woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook to join us. Our monthly live event, Well Woman Drinks, brings women together to share our successes and challenges as women, leaders, moms, aunts, sisters, and all the other roles we carry. If you'd like to attend a Well Woman Drinks near you, or if there isn't one in your city yet and you'd like to start one, email info at wellwomanlife.com. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment and subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening today, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week. <laughs>